Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Welcome. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host for Journey to Balancing Your Life. And I am so excited and very pleased that the guest I have today is going to help us to decide on, are we really settling for things in our life? And they're going to also give us a little little points and tips on how to move forward with that, that we don't have to settle. You know, and that goes back to my business, End, E-N-D, The Red. I settled many years ago of feeling I wasn't enough, I didn't have enough, and didn't know how to go from there to the life that I have now. But, you know, it takes it takes time. It takes us to have patience, but it also takes courage to be able to recognize it's time to move on. It's time to turn around and ask for help. It's time to seek support. And so... Well, I settled for many years being in debt financially. I was also raising my daughter, and I realized that I did not want to continue to be and give her less of stuff that she wanted, just providing for the things that was always needed, but not some of her wants. I had to make that hard decision, stop settling and move on and ask for help. So I asked for help and I got the support and I was able to build a much better life for myself and as for my daughter. So today means a lot to me. It's touching my heart that they're going to also show me how I don't have to settle in this life. I can still grow. I can still expand. And this is what they're going to offer to my listeners. So I hope you just sit back, relax. This is an hour for you an hour for you to take in. And if you need the information, it's there. Know that someone's out there that's going to hold your hand and help you and guide you along just by giving you information. And then you take the decision to ask for more help. Well, my guest today is is Linda Welch, as well as Sandra Bernstein. These ladies both are very professional ladies. They have their own businesses. It wasn't always easy, I'm assuming. We grow as we go, as we develop on. And so I'm going to first speak with Linda. Linda and I met uh, just just a little bit of a while ago, not very long at all. But she has purpose in her life, and she has uh, a demeanor about her that is very welcoming and soothing and very soft. But I knew that she was someone I wanted to stay in my life and I could learn from her. So let me tell you a little bit about Linda. Linda is a speaker, a trainer, and coach. She specializes in helping business owners get more of what they want from their businesses and their life. She has worked many years managing nonprofit and political organizations and then turned her attention to self-employment. She's had many different types of jobs. I'm going to let her continue to tell you a little bit more about herself. But the main thing I want you to know about her now is she loves working with people who are motivated to be honest about what they are now, create a clear vision of where they want to be, and are willing to do the personal growth work and strategy business planning necessary to get there. So, Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brandy. I'm really delighted to be here. I I knew when we met at that barbecue a a few months ago that we were going to be lifelong friends, and uh, (laughs) I'm really excited to, to do some work with you together, too. Well, thank you. Thank you. So I have a real question for you, you know, and one of the questions, because you had said in the answer well, to the question that I asked, you said that, uh, or my experience, let me back up, my experience that <laughs> as I've been living my life, I have these voices that tell me what to do, what not to do, when to do, and all this kind of stuff. And I've had to manage to work with those. So I want to know, whose voice did you have to stop listening to in order to create what you wanted in your life and in your business? Can you share a little bit? 
and help yeah, them out. Yeah, I'd be happy to share. That, that's actually the one that I think um, is the one that most entrepreneurs I've worked with deal with the most, and it's the voice. And for each of us, it comes from a different person in our life. It's almost always somebody who was a challenge for us in our very early developmental years. Um, mm-hmm. But the voice, it, the words are, who do you think you are? Mm. And it's, you know, it's the one thing that if people can um, move through that, that they will have uh, quicker success in their business. Mm-hmm. So when, when you, you've got that feeling of not being good enough and, and like, you know, who are you to do this? You know, mm-hmm. you've got to really flip that voice around um, and say, who are you not to do it? And whose voice right. is that? And so for me, it was very much my, my dad's voice and in some cases my mom's voice too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so, so being able to in the moment go, oh, this isn't real, this feeling mm-hmm. of not feeling good enough and, and mm-hmm. all of that, that's just uh, left over from something that happened with my dad. And for mm-hmm. some of us, it might have been a just small kind of interaction, but it mm-hmm. lasted with us for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that if you can really embrace that, who do you think you are kind of voice that's going on in your head, um, you'll be able to have far better success both in your personal life um, and in your business life. Oh, you know, and that resonates with me so, so much because I've cared for many years as I am not good enough. And then when I developed my business, I struggled with that in the beginning and said, how do I think I can do this? And then that question say, who do you think you are? You know, but then I stepped back and I looked at it and I say, if it's not me, then who? So I had to put on my big girl panties, as I said, and (laughs) go through and say, I can do this. And voice, I will deal with you later when we're going forward. So, yes, thank you so much for explaining that and letting us know that it's not me alone. Right. We all have voices. We all have things that go on. So you're never alone in your struggles. We just have to be open and willing to step out and ask for that help. You never know where it might come from. All right. So I know you have a business and I know you're very successful and you've had many businesses. Can you tell us a little bit about your your travels and how you've gotten to where you are now? Wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Well, I started out feeling when I was 16, 17 years old, 16 or 17 years old in high school, I felt called to ministry. And, um, so I pursued that route, and I'd done, you know, lots of kind of social service kinds of things in uh, high school and college, and um, went on to seminary, and and then in seminary, the denomination I was studying uh, to be a minister in decided that they wouldn't ordain gay people, so I needed to figure out what else I was going to do, but I knew I was still called to ministry, so I wasn't really sure what to do, so I ended up kind of doing a little detour. I finished seminary because I wanted to finish my degree. And then I ended up segueing into um, nonprofit management and then political fundraising. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, somewhere in the early 90s, I realized I had been raising millions of dollars for other people and designing multi-million dollar social service agencies and budgets and programs and all that. And I had never made more than $27,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And I was in a, a relationship where my partner had three kids and we wanted to have another child together. And so I had this opportunity to like really look at this and say, wow, what kind of life are you going to create making $27,000 a year right. with a family now? Mm-hmm. Um, and my family had all been uh, self-employed. Um, and so I really decided to take the leap. And I tried all kinds of things. I, I tried a lot of stuff out to kind of find what I wanted to do. I was a bicycle messenger. I was a... <laughs> Um, a temp in an office. I was a, a pizza uh, company tra- manager trainee. Linda, you know, let me. So I let, just tried. Let, yeah. Let, I'm sorry. Let me. I'm going to get you to one little point where you can make a one quick statement. We're getting ready to go on our first break. It came really fast. And oh. then I'm going to have you come back and finish this up in the next segment. So tell okay. us, finish up that one thought, and then we can go on break. We have about 29 seconds now. Okay. Um, so, I mean, the essence of it all was that I just tried out lots of different stuff and decided that I wanted to be in business for myself. Um, and so then, then from there, tried to figure out what that business was going to be. Um, and, uh, I I can tell you from there how that, I got where I am now. And that's where we're going to leave it. And we're going to come back and we would, Linda would join us again and finish her story. 
And we're going to go go on break right now, listeners. So hang in there. Take the time to figure out where you're stuck and where you're settling. And know that you don't have to be there always. You can move out of that area. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones. And we were speaking with Linda Welch a little bit ago, um, and she got to an interesting part in her story that I had to unfortunately cut off because we went to break. But we don't go away. She's going to come back, and she's going to finish telling us a little bit more about her journey. But in the meantime, I am so honored as well to introduce to you Sandra Bernstein. She is the owner of the Girl and the Fig restaurant in, in Napa, California, Right, Sandra? Uh, Sonoma. Sonoma, okay. But we're right next door to Napa. Okay, all right, in Sonoma. And Sandra is someone I met um, almost by a fluke. I have extended families all over, and this one particular person, he calls me his his niece, his aunt, and he's my nephew because I have known his mother for many, many years. And so he's an employee of Sandra, and he introduced us through me participating with him, going to the restaurant. And also, she was at an event that I went to because she's also a chef. Not, not only does she own a restaurant, she is a wonderful, wonderful chef. And she has a cookbook. And so I got to meet her there. And I have been following her and keeping in touch with her. And it has been just a joy to know this person that as big as her heart is because she gives so much of herself when she's out there doing things in the community. So I want to say that, Sandra, I want you to just come in and tell us what you want us to know about you. I've mentioned the the girl in the fig, but there's other things that you have done. And then I want to know, through all of that, what really inspires you to keep going? Wow. Um, that's, that's a lot to chew on. Um, well, Brandy, thanks for having me on your show. Um, I I feel really blessed to have Brian in, in my life. I mean, he's been with us for six or seven years now. Uh, Mm -hmm. I can't even remember. He's like family now, but I think choosing the restaurant business has really been about, um, surrounding myself with really, you know, people of all different sorts, um, mm-hmm. people from all around the world and, you know, getting it. 
um, really meet so many different kinds of people and, um, you know, learn about them and, and get excited about them and, and share what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been um, a joy to do that. And I think in the restaurant business, um, you know, feeding people, uh, mm-hmm. feeding their soul, um, giving them something good. I, I tell the staff, you know, we have one job in the restaurant, and that's mm-hmm. to make our guests happy. I mean, that's really all we have to do. People have so much in their lives. Um, they're busy. They have stress. They have kids um, that hopefully when they come into the restaurant, they get a chance to breathe or celebrate mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, they may be doing business or they're mm-hmm. seeing old friends or maybe they're mm-hmm. on a date. And all we have to do is provide a space where they can have their experience right. um, and have good food, be nurtured, um, you know, maybe have a nice glass of wine, mm-hmm. maybe learn something because we're trying to create a experience that you can't get everywhere. So right. I love the fact that we can educate and um, provide seasonal food and really fresh food and, mm-hmm. you know, also really brag about all the wonderful things that we have right in our backyard in Sonoma County right. um, and express what other hard vendors, other hard workers are doing, whether it's the fishermen who's out there catching salmon all day or the mm-hmm. cheese makers and what they go through and are farming or whatever it is. And I feel very proud to have um, over 200 employees right now. And at mm-hmm. the same time, that's a very big weight on my shoulders and the responsibility mm-hmm. that I've got to take care of their families. <laughs> you know, I've got to keep my business strong and do mm-hmm. the right thing in my business so that they can provide for their families. Absolutely. So, and I know a, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. The pressure the pressure's on, but it takes a, it takes a village for sure. Absolutely. It and, sure does. Um, yeah, I feel very, very grateful and blessed for, um, you know, all the people that are committed to doing a good job. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's important that, you know, we make a space for our staff that mm-hmm. they're happy in. You know, yes. that they can do their jobs and, you know, they feel good about. So, um, you know, so, it's I didn't intend to do this. I went to school to be a photographer. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so my art, my art kind of, you know, I guess my art is still in my life um, mm-hmm. in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, life is interesting. Um you know, and I just I just found out um, a very, very, very dear friend of mine passed away. I found out last night, mm-hmm. and it really has me thinking that, you know, life is so, so precious. And, mm-hmm. you know, the minutiae and the stuff that fills your head with, um, you know, nonsense, you know, mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. is just not important. You know, you got to find a way to get that out. And I think yes. that is a goal for me is to really sit down and figure out what's really, really important and mm-hmm. not to waste my days or time or, you know, really keep my focus. Wonderful. So, and, you know, and that is so, so true because we can waste time. I have a client that I had just talked to this morning to celebrate more, to be patient mm-hmm. with yourself, to be kind with yourself. Because if it's just a small thing that you do right, mm-hmm. that's better than to have the celebration around that than to feel sorry for yourself because that's taking the energy down. Okay, and Mm -hmm. we need to keep our energy up because we never know. Today is what we have or this second is what we have. And Mm -hmm. once this second is gone, it's in the past. Right. It's gone. But we don't know whether we're going to have the next second. So Mm -hmm. we have to enjoy this second right now, right now. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, yes, I have had friends to do had passed on. And I said, oof. I need to continue to live my life to the fullest Mm -hmm. every day that I breathe. Mm -hmm. So thank you for bringing that in and letting us know to appreciate and to celebrate. I -hmm. love a nice glass of wine. (laughs) 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 Yes, celebration. So, you know, and after all of that that you do for others, 
How do you find time to rest and renew for yourself? What What do you do? How do you balance all of that as you live your life? Well, it's interesting. Um, you know, I have two dogs, and they still, mm-hmm. you know, give me a lot of joy. Um, mm-hmm. But I also really like to travel. And mm-hmm. I, I recently went to Alaska, and I, I thought that, you know, I would go away and I would look at the ocean and I would change my scenery and I would read some books and I would get recharged. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, it didn't it didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was beautiful and I loved it and I took probably a thousand photographs and you know really enjoyed the beauty of it and the quiet, but. Um, I realized that that's not what it was. And so that's a really good question. I think in my life, I will always be searching for a better balance, um, which has been difficult because there are so many things about my career and my job that I love that Mm -hmm. I don't look at as work. Mm -hmm. So it's a very difficult line between what is work and what is hobby and what Mm -hmm. is joy. Mm-hmm. you know, and what is work. So mm-hmm. I don't really have those lines. If I'm designing an ad or I just started a new uh, newspaper, so now I'm mm-hmm. calling myself a newspaper publisher, but, um, <laughs> you know, and that somebody may say, well, that's work, but mm-hmm. that brings me joy. Mm-hmm. That lets my creative juices flow. That mm-hmm. makes me feel good. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm accomplishing something mm-hmm. in a positive personal way, mm-hmm. but to someone else that looks like work. And so that that's my um that's going to be my constant is figuring mm-hmm. out how I look at balance. Um you know, you I know, think and, mm-hmm. you, and and you know balance is and how we look at it is a personal thing. Because right. I, I can fit right into what you're saying. I retired some years ago, and I still am busy. And I have a part-time job that I go to. But And people say, Brenda, you're still working. I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. I balance myself and my life out with meeting new people. You know, and every time I go to the place where I go to work on, on once a week, I go, I have a great time. Yes, they pay me to be there, but I'm having fun. Right. And if I didn't have that particular job on that one day a week, I probably would not have a balance, you know, because right. I can work and I do this. And then I go there and I meet new people. I talk to new people. And they get a smile on their face. That's fun. So your balance of definition is different from others. But exactly. if you, as long as you're getting joy, I believe, right. from what you're doing, that's your balance. Right. You know, that's your balance. So, yeah, journey to balance in your life has a real broad definition. Mm-hmm. And it's not mine. It's whatever the person needs to help their balance. And their Correct. definition yeah. is different than mine. We can read going another break, and I thank you for that. You brought in another element of balancing your life, and that is wonderful. So we're going to go back on go on another break, and when we return, we will have both Linda and Sandra to express and to share some more about what it means to have balance in your life, as well as not to settle for just anything, how to move forward, how to realize when you're stuck. Okay, so don't go away. Listeners, we'll be right back. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother 
pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. This is Voice America Women. We are leaders in the forward movement of women's success. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. You are listening to Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am your host, Brandy T. Jones. I have a question for Linda. Um, Linda, what life challenges did you learn from that enable you to stop playing small? That's such a good question. I, I grew up in a family where my parents didn't finish um, high school. My dad only went to sixth grade, and my mom dropped out in her senior year of high school. And so, you know, I grew up with a family that, you know, the only expectation was that you would finish high school. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom's proudest photos of us were all of us in our high school cap and gowns. Mm. Um, And so, you know, there was not an expectation that I would go to college on my father's part. My mother, of course, thought I could do anything that I wanted. Um, But, you know, it it was starting with that. I, I don't think if I hadn't had people from our church and our community who had high expectations for me, that I would have necessarily had those high expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. And so growing up in a, in a family where it wasn't expected for you to do much and growing up in a, a lower middle class family where, you know, the family doesn't really want you to shine more than, than them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It took me decades to figure out that part of my story was that I could let my light shine, but not too much. You didn't mm. want to overshadow the right. family. You didn't want to bring attention to the family, you know, where there's right. some negative things going on. They didn't want people to know. So those are some of the early ones for me. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, every time you set your sights on something new that you want to do and, and a, you know, a new version of yourself you want mm-hmm. to grow into, then more stuff comes up. It's like the layers of the onion. Um, yes. There's always something for you to uncover and go, oh, there it is again. Okay. <laughs> it, right, right, right. It's just my childhood. It's all right because it's not real now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. So, Sandra, can you chime in on that? What What challenges did you have that you realized you was playing small and you overcame? Um. Well, I think I think um. I don't know. I think that I always just went for it. To be honest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think. I think kind of. Ignorance is bliss, and I just did it. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've, I've failed a lot mm-hmm. um, in my own businesses, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also one to cut bait and start again. Okay. And, um, you know, not everything's always going to work. Um, so I don't, I try not, I don't let failure stop me from moving. That's a good one. That's a yeah. Good one. And, um, I think that I also know I'm not the smartest person in the room. And so mm-hmm. surrounding myself with people that have skills that I don't have has been really important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and learning from other people and, and finding the resources that I need has always been uh, really important to me. You know, and that is, that is also a gift. And it's also where you realize that because you might not feel that you're smart as someone else, you might not know as much as someone else. And I fall in that all the time. I'm not good on the computer, so what do I do? I go get someone that is. Right. You know? Right. It's not. So being bashful and shameful of that stops you. But going ahead and doing it anyway keeps you going. 
you know, right. and we have to understand that we are not here to know it all. Mm-hmm. We are very thankful and grateful for what I don't know someone else does. And again, we go back to asking, asking for help, seeking help, you know, and that's why I'm surrounded around the, the people that I have around me, because I don't know how to do it all, nor do I want to. That's a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I want to share it. So I'll go get the experts anytime. Okay, mm-hmm. so Linda, um, I'm coming back to you. You know, I know your business, and I know that uh, we have talked on occasions about how do you get your clients? What do you do to get your clients? Because you don't do it like most people that I know do it. You have a special way you get your clients. So can you <laughs> share that with me, please? You know, I, I think there's a lot of methods that are taught on on how to get clients and, and all of that. And it's not that I don't do it the way other people do it, is that um, I'm not looking to do it on um, right now on these large-scale things where I have to build a list of thousands of people um, and then worry about the open rates in my emails and things like that. I do it by creating relationships. So mm-hmm. I speak at events. Um, I, I call people up and ask for referrals. I mm-hmm. um, introduce myself to people and ask for their business. Um, mm-hmm. I'm an expert in, in sales um, mm-hmm. and helping people get better at sales, so I don't have any trouble you know, asking people for the business. Um, and so I, just, I look for opportunities for how can I get in front of the people that I love most working with and who need mm-hmm. me the most. So see, listeners, if you're having trouble trying to get in front of somebody or you don't know how to ask for something, that's the person you want to connect with. Linda, you want to connect with her because she's an expert at that. She can get it done and effortlessly. So she's someone you would like to know. Sandra, I have some things I want you to bring forth. I know about the, the restaurant I just read about you and a food truck. And also, I know that once upon a time, you had started a Kickstarter program for a new venture, which I thought was absolutely wonderful. I've been there and I think it's beautiful. So tell us a little bit about that and how that came about and your vision around that. Well, um, Sweet Tea is our fun, industrial, funky event space that we do um, anything from full-on catering to community events to charity nights to cooking classes, um, a little bit of everything there. And it's been, it was a very funky space that had been, that was right next to our catering kitchen that became available. And I decided to, do a Kickstarter as a marketing program and to try and get people involved and to see what the potential was going to be ahead of time. And I think that it worked out really, really well. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. We've since started a Sweet Tea Social Club. Um, We have 100 members, and that has been um, really, really fun, and we'll open it up for more memberships in January. And we'll probably take a hundred members a year, and where we offer them specials, and it's 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 been fun. It's been mm-hmm. definitely a place where people can, um, you know, come and and experience different types of events. Not expensive, crazy expensive events, but affordable, fun, and again, good food, and staying in line with what we do at the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of these things, because we have a few projects coming up on the line, and they they seem to be my, when I need that creative fix, I start working on something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a good thing for me. It's not always a good thing for my company, because <laughs> what happens is I start it, and then I need to turn it over to someone to run it. Mm. And when that happens is I sometimes can be, um, you know, it can get a little bit busier mm-hmm. than, um, you know, for, for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it means more work for them. So it's definitely a push-pull for me when I have to slow down on um, my creativity and say, mm-hmm. okay, what can I be creative on? 
um, that isn't going to involve more employees or more work for a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the newspaper. Um, you know, the cookbooks would be something like that, except the mm-hmm. cookbooks actually are work for other people, a lot of recipe testing, mm-hmm. um, you know, proofing and things like that. So that's, that's a balance. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you also have, I know that you, you gave me a question and I had asked for one. And you said that, what do you think, you said, what do you think all women need in order to achieve their goals? And I want both you and Linda to give me a little bit of your thoughts about that. What do you think women need to achieve their goals? And I'm going to start uh, with you and then Linda, I'm going to have you come in and chime in. Okay. Um, I think confidence, you know, I think confidence, maybe a mentor that helps build their confidence, uh, faith, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, the ability to um, know that it's okay to, to try. It doesn't, you don't have to be perfect at it, mm-hmm. um, but you have to definitely, if you don't try, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, right. You know, you can't hope for it because <laughs> it's not going to magically happen. Right. But I right. think confidence and taking risks, um, you know, it's okay. It's okay. So what if you don't, if it doesn't work? Try something yeah. else. Exactly. Um, and I think people need to have that permission to just, um, you know, have the confidence, have, you mm-hmm. know, in yourself to just mm-hmm. say it's okay and have the permission. Right. Linda, how do you feel? I totally agree with that. And I think one of the things that happens to women in our culture is we, um, at a fairly early age, stop thinking about what we want and stop having the visions for our lives that are really about us. And Mm -hmm. we become much about other people, Um, Mm -hmm. and whether it's a spouse or our children or whatever. And I work with a lot of women who forgot what it is that they really love and what they're Mm -hmm. really passionate about and where they want to focus their time and energy. So first to get a vision, um, Mm -hmm. uh, clarity about what you really want, and Mm -hmm. then from there, you know, being able to create a plan and and to know for sure what it is you want. I I can't tell you how many people I work with that don't really know what they want. And until you're really clear on that, it's very hard to create a strategy and then the confidence that will help you accomplish it. Mm -hmm. You know, and and the chances we take, because as women, we're raised one way, you know, to do this, do that. So our vision becomes someone else's vision that we have claimed and think it's ours. So the confusion comes when you ask the question, well, what do you really want? Where is it? Uh, duh, I don't know. And then going yeah. through the process of getting there, you know. And then we have the, you know, like the, the uh, deer with the in the headlights. Our eyes get big. Oh, my God, that's really and then it goes to our body. We can feel it in our bodies when we really hit what it is that we really want and the vision for ourselves. It lives in our body. We just have to bring it out. And I know, Linda, you're probably very good at bringing that out so that person, that woman can feel it within her bones yeah. and then she can move forward because now she can claim what it is that she really wants. That's really, really, and confidence, you know, we, we, some of us lack a lot of confidence. And until you can get it for yourself, let someone else support you in that. You know, mm-hmm. I have a business okay. partner, a, a business coach that saw something more in me than I did myself when we first started working. And so I relied upon her and she carried me a little bit until I was able to see it for myself. And that's okay. That's okay. Because if Someone sees it and they can support you until you get there. Then once you get there, you can stand and you can stand on your own because now you have that support. You had it then, you have it now, but now it's inside of you. And that's what's going to continue to make you grow and continue to thrive for more. So that's, yeah, that's a really good thing. So thank you. We are coming up close to another break. And I just want the listeners to be conscious of, what it is that's inside of you. What do you want to do? What is your vision? And we will be back and we will explore more of that in a minute. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. 
Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's Brandy at endthered.com. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host of Journey to Balancing Your Life. And I've been enjoying my conversation and talk with with Linda Welch and Sandra Bernstein. These amazing ladies have taken us through some of the times of how they struggled to get to where they are now. The times of when they settled for just mediocre stuff, but they saw more and they wanted more. So they went out and they got more. They have also shown some of the experiences of what it takes. You know, we just talked about confidence in women, confidence in people, period, to know that there's more to it and you just have to seek it out. And you go to professionals, you go to the expert. If you're not good here, you're not good there, then you go and find someone else. Don't let it stop you because we all are not supposed to know it all. We're supposed to know what we know and then get help on the others. And that has been my motto all along. I will go to an expert without shame because they know, and then I don't have to worry about whether it's done right or correctly. So now we're back. And I want to also mention that, you know, there's times in our lives when we might have struggles you might be relocating. You might have just lost your job and you don't know how ends to make ends meet. I'm Brandy T. Jones and I am a financial consultant. I have been there. I've done that. I've struggled with finances in the past. I now live an abundant life. I live with joy and I live with peace. And I'm willing to help you to get you back on track. All you have to do is reach out and ask. And you can connect with me by doing an email End, E-N-D, the red, dot brandy at gmail.com. I am there. That could be a very confident conversation we have. It would be between you and I. We won't have to share anything with anybody else. Just step up and let's see what we can do and how we can work this out together. Linda and Sandra, what is the juiciness that you have left to share with me and my listeners What else can you tell us about both of your lives or what's coming up or just anything? I'm open. My listeners are waiting to hear. Linda, you go first. (laughs) 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 Okay, Sandra. Um, You know, I I think that the the biggest thing would be, you know, don't wait because you think you have time, but you really don't. And um, I remember a few years ago... I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do about a relationship and where I was living and all these other things. And I had one sister-in-law die and she was just before her 60th birthday. And then a few months later, another sister-in-law died right after her 60th birthday. 
And so from then on, I started asking myself the question, if I only had a few years left to live on the planet, is this how I want to do it? Mm. And so, you know, I encourage you to, to realize you just don't know if you have time. That's you know, right. you, you just look at the people whose lives have been cut short just in this year, and, mm-hmm. and you realize, you know, if, if I'm on my deathbed and I'm thinking about the things I didn't do, what's mm-hmm. left unfinished, what's left unsaid that I, I really wished I had made more of an mm-hmm. effort to make happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sandra, you're up. <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> uh, wow. I, I, gosh, I really don't know how to answer this other than um, juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, going to cook a big fat steak later. That's Let wonderful. all the juices run out of it. No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I have a better one. I'm going to pick a huge fig off my neighbor's tree. They're mm-hmm. like so many. They're so ripe. They're big. And I've never seen such big figs ever. And then I'm going to bite into that and the juices are going to run all over. Is that That's juicy wonderful. enough, Brandy? <laughs> well, you know, you, you could tell us. You, your what? restaurant title is The Girl and the Fig. Yeah. How did you come about, about that title? Oh, what was going um, on with you the time? That's a good question. I've never been asked that before. Um, you know, I have a fig fetish. I love mm-hmm. figs. And mm-hmm. um, my first real culinary um, experience was in Florence, Italy, and I really didn't come from a food family. But mm-hmm. on a trip when I was 19, we were in this little, little cafe, wasn't anything, and I was served a huge platter of figs with prosciutto and balsamic, and I think mm-hmm. I must have died and gone to heaven because it was, mm-hmm. like, the most incredible thing. And I think mm-hmm. that was, like, the first thing. But when I started naming the restaurant... I was doodling under a fig tree in Sonoma, and I was like the girl and the vine, the girl and the grape, and honest to God, this is the truth, a fig fell from the tree and flopped on the table, and I'm like, oh my God, it has to be the girl and the fig. And it was like, it recalled the information from years and years Mm -hmm. ago, and Mm -hmm. then since then, the figs become a symbol of so many things, Mm -hmm. of you know, erotic Mm -hmm. and exotic and Mm -hmm. um, historic and (laughs) biblical. And, you know, it's given us a lot of fun stories. Yeah. See, that's the juicy part we want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was wonderful. Cause I think in my cupboard, I have, you have, you have, is it vinegar? No, it's oil. The fig, fig oil. Uh, we Salad have um, fig, uh, fig import vinaigrette. Yes, we have a that's whole what line I have. of fig products. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So it's wonderful. It's oh, wonderful. Thank but you. I knew thank you could come you. through with something juicy. Yeah, that was I, I'm good. calling thank us you. wine country figalicious <laughs> right now. Figalicious. Yes, it is very, very good. Very good. So, is there anything else you want to share? Either one of you. It doesn't matter. We have just a few minutes before we're going on break. So anything else before we close? Mm. Linda, if you had one thing you wanted to leave with the someone that came to work with you today, and what would you tell them, the last thing you would tell them to start doing? I would say do more of what makes you happy. Mm. Okay. And, and say no to the things that don't make you happy. Right, and, um, right. And really... And, and I think self-care is one of the most important things we can do. And it was not something that was in my wheelhouse. It was not something that is in my understanding. And it's taken me a long time to understand how much better I am when I take care of myself, how much better I am for my family, how much better I am for my friends, how much better I am for my business when I'm the first priority in terms of making sure that I'm taking care of myself because then I'm not needy, then I'm not... Um, trying to get something from somebody else that is in inappropriate balance in the relationship, you know? So to be able to learn to care for myself in ways that I care for other people, um, it's really enabled me to be a much more successful and um, confident and happy business owner. Oh, cool. You know, and I do a self-care. I have a Wednesday, Brandy Wednesday Care Day once a month. Mm-hmm. I have a Wednesday that I just, I go get a back massage 
a full body massage, I get my facial, and I get my nails done on this one Wednesday. And then I take myself out to dinner or to lunch, and I have a nice glass of wine. That's the day that I can rejuvenate myself in just taking care of me and feeling good with other people helping me. Because my masseuse helps me, my facialist helps me, the nail person helps me, and the person is at the restaurant. They're caring for me, and I'm just enjoying all of that. So self-care is very important. We We need that to keep going so that we replenish ourselves and we can pass it on to everybody else. That's wonderful. Thank you. Well, we just have a few seconds, just 30 seconds. Sandra, do you want to chime in with anything? I was going to just say uh, forgiveness. I am am forgiving all of the people in my life for Mm. anything I've been holding anything towards. Um, I've been doing that for the last few months, um, (laughs) trying not to just hold anything. And I think that's Mm. been... um, really a positive thing for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it opens up space for new stuff to come. You get rid of the old stuff and let the new stuff come in. And that rejuvenates us. That keeps us going. Absolutely. We can't carry around a whole lot of old stuff. We shouldn't. You know, because it bogs us down. It brings the shoulders down. When you let something go, you can stand up taller. That's wonderful. Thank you. Again, ladies, I want to thank you so much for saying yes to my question of can I interview you. I want to thank you so much for coming forth and being the ladies that you are, the wonderful business owners that you are. And I really do appreciate all that you have done and what you mean to me in my life. New or old. I still appreciate it, and we have many more days to joy to enjoy each other. So thank you once again. Thank you. Thank it's been you, Brandy. Really You're welcome. So we're going to be going to close in just a few minutes. So hang in there for a minute, and then we'll talk afterwards. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.